Multipotentialized people have amazing things to share. They are amazing people, inspiring, creative, passionate. But like we often say, nobody is perfect and so are multipotentialites. I like to say that multipotentialized people have the flaws of their qualities. In this episode, I'm sharing with you seven qualities and seven flaws of multipotentialized people. Stay tuned to listen how many of these you will recognize in yourself and how you can improve a few things around. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the Inner Outer You podcast, where personal branding meets style and life purpose. I'm your host, Christiane, a holistic personal branding and styling coach who is dedicated to help multi-passionate women like you find clarity and align your inner and outer messaging to build a signature style and an authentic personal brand that attracts opportunities and freedom in your life. Each week, I bring you motivation, new perspectives, actionable advice, and a little bit of tough love, all in a good mood so you can leave this place inspired to follow your dreams and serve your purpose. Now relax and let's dive in. Bonjour, hello, bon dia, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Inner Outer You podcast. Today's episode is about the seven pros and cons of being a multipotentialite. If you don't know what a multipotentialite is, I invite you to listen to the previous episode to get it all. In that episode, I explained what a multipotentialite is and also I shared 10 common signs you will find in multipotentialite people so you can self-identify if you are one of them. Being a multipotentialite myself, I know it can be amazing, but I'm also aware about the ugly part of it. So today I'm sharing with you seven of the beauty and seven of the ugly of being a multipotentialite. At the end of the episode, I would like to hear from you which one you identify yourself in and also what you are going to be focusing on to improve first. Deal? Let's do this. Let's start with the beauty of being a multipotentialite. So we have enough resources to tackle the ugly. <laughs> this is like when someone tells you oh, there is a good and a bad news and asks you which one you want first. What would you say? For here now, I decided that we are going to start with the beauty. <laughs> so seven amazing things of being a multipotentialite are number one, being extremely creative and innovative. Innovation is the intersection of different ideas. So if you don't have different ideas, it's hard to be innovative, right? But But when you do, innovation becomes a second nature and you literally bring innovation in everything you do from cooking, food to creating content. You become what I call a creative chemist. <laughs> Another beauty of being a multipotentialite is you have a wide range of interests. You don't close yourself. You are always keeping your mind open. You're always so curious to learn, right, about new things, a lot of things, right? You keep your spirit young and you entertain your spirit, your mind. And that is so good, right? That's so good. The next beauty of being a multipotentialite is that you are not afraid to start something new. You enjoy the challenge of building something from scratch. And starting a new thing, a new project, a new training, something new gives food to your creative soul. You have no fear at all, right? To, to start from scratch and are always looking for new things. <laughs> You're always ready and excited to start. Another beauty is that you are a self-learner that strives for knowledge. You are a lifelong learner and you like to learn at your own pace. You know, this gives you a certain auto-discipline and you are able to learn a lot of things by yourself. You often don't really enjoy being directed because you like to go at your own pace, you do your own thing. 
That's one of the goods of being a multi-passionate person. The fifth beauty of being a multi-potentialite is you are good at many things. You are polyvalent and you develop a good level of expertise in various fields. You can do different things and do them all good, like really good. That's so cool. The next beauty of being a multi-potentialite is that you are a great analyzer and a fast analyzer, actually. You understand and synthesize ideas in a record time. You don't need too much to understand the unsaid. You see the unseen. You combine everything and process information at a rapid speed. I'm sure you recognize this. The seventh beauty of being a multipotentialite is that you are a problem solver. It takes you a minute to find a new solution. I always say that the world needs more multipotentialites because we are able to come out with great solutions for any type of problem we could have. We need more multipotentialites in this world, especially in the moment we are living now. So if you are a multipotentialite, own it. We need you. Like I said, there is a beauty and an ugly part in every single thing, right? And I like to say that multipotentialites have the flaws of their quality. For us, every quality could easily become a flaw and generally that's the case. <laughs> Following the seven amazing things about us, here are seven ugly stuff about us. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Okay, let's just do it. So we know, right? When you, I always say my daughter that the problem is not having a problem. The problem is being aware that you have a problem because when you are aware of that, you can solve it. You can find solution, right? The, the, the most complicated thing is recognize, you know, uh, accept that you are, you have something to change here. So let's just do it. So we know. <laughs> Number one is one that actually speaks loud to me and to most multipotentialite people I know. Perfectionism. Oh my God, this to us isn't a quality anymore. It is an illness. We are sick of perfectionism and we want things to be done perfectly in every single detail. And because we are not afraid to start things new, we will tend to restart something that is not running at the way we have planned it. This is not a good idea. I know, I, I felt this is like talking to myself. <laughs> and most of the time, this actually gets us to lose a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of everything. It's just not a good idea, not a good idea. So I have been fighting against this a lot and I can tell you that I'm getting better. But still, you know, I still have a lot of improvement to do on this point and one of the things that helped me improving this is keeping in mind that done is better than perfect sometimes it works sometimes not too much but at least i am aware of that so i can monitor myself on that so ugly thing number two too many questions in our mind this makes us even see problem that does not exist we create unnecessary problems, worries. And we constantly fill our brains with things we don't need at the wrong time and so on, right? So we need to stop that. We actually need to stop doing this. This is not good for us. One of the things that I have been doing that is successful for me is writing down all my questions whenever I have them and I leave them in my notebooks, okay? I ask the universe to activate the right answer for that question at the right time and I move on. 
simply I just move on because if I stay on this I can get crazy I can get myself crazy so whenever I have a new question I just pull up my notebook and I write it down and then I ask the universe to activate the right question whenever it is time for me to find it I, and I leave it there try it you will see it works ugly thing number three scanning without getting deep oh this speaks loud right girl this doesn't help us right we like to touch on everything or almost everything we are interested in many things want to learn it all then try it all to master it so we often start doing the thing but then once we have got a clear overview on that thing and understood how it works off we're off <laughs> we are just off we are gone <laughs> we are done with it we are just done with it and we move to something new to repeat the exact same pattern so what i'm doing for this is bringing some kind of mindfulness in the process i commit to myself to allocate a specific time for a specific project or idea to, i have to develop and then i keep myself on track with journaling i hold myself accountable as i see right i can see when i am getting distracted and slowly moving out of focus so when i can easily recognize the pattern because when you journal you know you journal today you journal tomorrow you journal after uh, tomorrow and you start saying the thing you can see yourself get moving out of the focus right so when you identify this you are able to actually stop yourself that's what i'm doing whenever i recognize the pattern that oh christian you're going too far now i just try to come back <laughs> i just try to come back and it right so i strongly recommend you to try this try it too put a mindfulness process over there commit to yourself and maybe journal or write down i don't know maybe you can keep a list of you know to-do list every day and see how you're moving what what you have done and what you know what you have on your list that you have done and what you have on your list that you didn't do and what you didn't have on your list that you did you know what i mean so you can keep can just be a list you know to the list of the day you don't need to necessarily journal but for me journaling actually helps me me to recognize the pattern whenever i'm moving i can see myself you know moving out of focus so i can correct that okay ugly part number four <laughs> the mental load due to overexcitement of our nervous system yeah our brain is constantly active no matter what we do ideas keep flowing questions keep flowing interests keep rising our brain are always active always excited and this makes us sometimes very sensitive like really you know we we cannot handle thing we are nervously tired mentally tired that's it <laughs> we too many things going on in our brain so for these what i'm doing is really getting a little bit more mindful about giving myself a time to relieve to relieve the stress of the day to kind of you know having a me time trying to have a me time every day even if it's just taking a shower or a bath alone in my bathroom without my girls without my husband you know this is one thing that i've been trying to do a little bit more consistently to be a little bit more mindful about that really uh, getting myself some me time without any work without anything just listening to music or taking my shower my bath and you know doing something just for me so i recommend you to find something like this too right it might help you too the ugly thing number five is someone you know really well procrastination <laughs> this could be her middle name isn't it <laughs> 
like multi-potential IH people are serial procrastinators. Oh my God. It's like we created, we created that word <laughs> for ourselves. We have so many ideas, so many questions, so many analyses going on in our brains that most of the time we have incredible things we want to do, but we procrastinate, right? A lot. We procrastinate a lot and end up doing nothing at all, <laughs> right? This is one of our worst, you know, one of our worst ugliness there. And this is often linked to our desire to make things be perfect. Have you noticed that? Because we have too many things, we don't know where to start, and we also want it to be perfect, then we end up doing what? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nada. Rien du tout. <laughs> we always think, oh, it should be like this or like that. It's not ready. I don't feel ready for this. I need to do a little bit more of this or that. And then this never happens. Like we move to something else and then it's done. And then when we remember about it, it's done. And we are already on something else, right? So to fight against this specific one, I work with a sentence that one of my mentors used to say that if you feel ready, it means you wait too long. So let's just do the thing. Just do it. It doesn't need to be perfect. I know it's hard, right? I'm just talking here, but I know how challenging this can be. But honestly, whatever we do, right? it's not going to be perfect. Have you noticed that whatever you do, whatever you take your time to do something, no matter how long you take, you will still need to improve that thing. So why are we taking so long to start, to, to just launch it, to just do it? Since we know that no matter how ready it is for us, in one year or two or three, we still have something to add on it. So I better just do it, right? I always try to keep that sentence in my mind, somewhere in my mind, so I remember that if you feel ready to do something, it means that you have waited too long. Yeah, try to use that one too. Keep it in your mind. So the ugly thing, number six, is guess what? Self-doubt and confusion, right? Too many ideas often get us into missing clarity. We don't know where to start. We don't know what to do first. We don't know what to leave. And our ideas are so big that sometimes we even wonder like, oh, well, am I going to be able to do such a thing? Am I going to be able to do it by myself? Am I really going to be able to make this be real because we have so many big ideas we have so many great amazing big ideas dreams right but yes we can do it i think we can do anything from the moment we work on it we add some discipline and we focus on it i think we can do everything just keep studying yourself. You can do it. The ugliness thing, number seven, is loneliness. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Multipotentialites often feel lonely, right? Because they feel like nobody understands them for real, which is somehow real, right? Let's be honest. Between you and me, people don't understand us. You know, they don't They don't care us. They, I mean, yes, they get they get some part of it. Not everything. Only multipotentialite people understand multipotentialite people. Have you noticed that? People say, yes, I know what it is. They know nothing. Because when someone knows what it is really to be a multipotentialite person, the person cannot keep asking you to focus on one thing. Because when you are a multipotentialite person and you know <laughs> who you are, how it is in your mind, in your brain, you know that this thing is 
is not for us. This thing of focusing on one thing, we cannot do that. Even if we want it, we don't know how to do that. Because every time you try to focus on one thing and move forward with that thing, you feel like something else is lacking, is missing, right? So people don't really understand multipotentialite people, right? Unless they are one. That's what that's my, my conclusion. I got to that conclusion because I was like, people say, okay, they are multipassionate, passionate, multipotentialite, and that they keep asking people to focus on things. I'm like, no, I can't. After I tried. I tried it. I, I don't know how to do that. But I found a way and I will share this with you in another episode. So yeah, multipotentialite people don't often feel understood by others. So they ended up feeling always out of place that they are different and most of the time what I've seen is that they ended up not opening to others and to the world and this in my opinion is a big mistake because for them it's just impossible to be like we are so they don't really understand that so we need to embrace who we are and accept that people won't necessarily understand us unless they are in our shoes and they know what we are talking about so we can remain open to others because it is so important to keep this social contact otherwise we can easily get into depression because multipotentialite people once they know that they are not being understood they tend to isolate themselves and this is so bad for us right for our emotional world for our creative world because everything is linked inside there so we really want to make sure that we embrace who we are and that we accept that other people don't see us this way and it is okay but please don't close yourself don't still learn don't you know refuse to to open your your mind and your heart and your to other people to the words right maybe you can can try to find a community that is you know with like-minded people like you they will be able to understand you a little bit more but really don't close yourself to the world and close yourself to other people we need that connection you need it i need it everybody needs it okay so as you can see my friends like in everything there is the beauty and the ugly sides right and as i said multi-potentialized people have the flaws of their qualities in other words how qualities are also her flaws right and it is okay nobody is perfect All we need is just being aware of our ugly sides and work on it to become better people. That's it. And we can do it. We were not born to be perfect. We were born to be in progress. So let's just open our mind and embrace this journey. That was all I had for you today, my dear multipotentialite, multipassionate, renaissance person, however you call yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode where I shared about the seven qualities and the seven flaws of being a multipotentialite person. Among our quality, our beauty things, right? We are extremely creative and innovative. We are interested in many different things. We are not afraid to start something new. We are self-learners striving for knowledge. We are good at many things, very polyvalent. We are great and fast analyzers and we are problem solvers. But now, for the ugly part, the flaws, we are perfectionists. We ask too many questions to ourselves. We tend to overlook things without getting deep. We carry a mental load due to the overexcitement of our nervous system and this tends to make us be very sensitive. We tend to procrastinate a lot. We often like clarity. We are living with confusion and uh, self-doubt most of the time. We are often lonely because people don't understand us and we close ourselves. So now that we all know about it, now that we are all aware 
about our flaws, let's work on being better people for ourselves, for our society, for our humanity. What do you think about this? Tell me in the comments which flow you are going to focus on, right, improving first. Tell me in the comments. I can't wait to read you. That's it, my friend. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll catch you in the next episode. Meanwhile, keep it real, make it fun and sweet. If you loved this episode, here are a few things you can do to give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to be notified whenever I publish a new episode. Leave a review and a comment so I know what you think about it. You can also share with a friend who might enjoy this content. Remember, sharing is caring. This was the Inner Out of You podcast, where personal branding meets style and life purpose. And I am Christiane, your host, logging off now.